Blog Talk Radio. Christmas Eve at midnight, so we have just crossed into Christmas. 
uh, I am reporting live um, from from underneath um, the uh, the ornate frock of uh, Pope Francis um, at the Vatican right now. So if uh, if I patriot Greg a little bit, please forgive me. Um, I do have a DirecTV uh, satellite dish sticking out of the Pope's ass. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, my Wi-Fi reception right now is coming in pretty strong. Um, but I, I have to tell you, I am the uh, pomp and circumstance of midnight mass at the Vatican never, ever ceases to amaze me. Um, and uh, being here in person underneath the frock, I don't have the normal bird's eye view that I have when I'm watching on television. Um, but nonetheless, uh, you can really feel the uh, the energy, the excitement, the sort of uh, uh, the exaltation um, in the air here at the Vatican. So, uh, so oh, Dallas, Merry Christmas, and uh, yo, know, thank you so much for putting on this show. Um, you know, it wasn't easy to get to Rome, and I appreciate your flexibility. Um, <laughs> so, welcome, man. How's your day? How's your day been, man? Um, a little intoxicated right now. Uh, I had a I had a good Christmas Eve. We had like some macaroni, like homemade macaroni. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, my brothers and sisters are all around. They're having a good time. I'm in a quiet area for now, uh, just to spend some time with uh, my E fam because I love you guys. You guys are my other family from all around the country and especially all around the world. So I got to give some hearts to everybody up around uh far away from me. I definitely Oh yeah, that. man. And and you may and and you know what? I I love that uh cuz uh you know, it that as as you move on uh, a little bit uh down the chronological uh linear time span of life uh like Things like Christmas become uh, a lot. Well, I think if you if you move in the right direction, things like Christmas become a lot less about uh, um, sort of uh, you know the, the, the pomp and circumstance and the and the consumerism and and the buying this and that and and way more about just having people um, you know who you love around you and close to you and family um, and friends having a little bit of flexibility from work, um, you know, to go and visit with those people. Um, and, uh, and yeah, fuck yeah, man, this community uh, uh, deserves, uh, you know, uh, not to, I, whatever, I'd just like to be here, just like you said, man, in this little, little quadrant of our Twitterverse. Um, and uh, I, I wouldn't feel right if I didn't have a, a, an hour or two to, uh, to say what's up to everybody. Um, Glenn asked a very pertinent question um, uh, of whether or not the Pope shards. Um, another term for sharding um, is pancaking um, or uh, a dressed fart, um, but essentially uh, what a shard is is it's when you expect to expel gas, and um, 
and um, um, unfortunately uh, sublimation occurs and, and you end up with some sort of solid in your in your trousers. Um, as of yet, um, the Pope has not sharded. Um, <laughs> but that doesn't leave me entirely confident that he won't um, because all in all his... Um, from what I can tell from under the frock, um, he doesn't have a lot of uh he doesn't have a lot of muscle control left. Uh, <laughs> uh a shark could be imminent. Um so uh I do have a, a nifty one of those nifty little mini umbrellas with me <laughs> that you put in a drink. Um and I've reinforced it with duct tape. If he sharks I'll be a step ahead of him, um, and I will, I, I will deploy my mini umbrella to deflect it. Because it was, as many of you know, the other morning my cat sharded on my leg. Um, oh God! Yeah. I I filled you in on this, Dalek. Yes, it is in complete detail, and yeah, I feel so it, bad that I you had a pancake on your leg. I didn't know who I was like a chariot with. It was like. 7:45 in the morning, and um, in the colder months, my you know my cat has on he he he's 14, but he re- he like really gets right in between my wife's eye, and he's like right up there. And then in the morning, usually he goes down on my legs and kind of chills there. That's his routine, and uh, yeah, and you know he's gassy in the morning. That's just but the, the other morning. He, uh, there was an audible fart and then a wet sensation on my thigh, a warm <laughs> And the, he, he was as flabbergasted as I was. I mean, <laughs> scampered out of the room like I've never seen camper. You know, he, I, I think he was a little concerned about the fact that, uh, um, you know, that, that he, that he, you know, he had lost control of his sphincter muscles or 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 something, um, and and I couldn't even be mad because I was, I I was I was just so lulzing, like it was it was, it was funny. Uh, uh, my yes. my wife was a little disgusted, but I was just like, holy shit, he just dropped a wet fart on my leg. <laughs> But move, but move on. Uh, so, who, do we have anybody on the line? We have Meowitude on the line. No, we do not. But we do have one on K Street and also Shinduo. Welcome oh. both of you gents live on Third Wave Radio. Hey, Ancap Delic, thanks for bringing me on. What's going on, Antichrist 73? One in Rome. Act like a Roman. Uh, happy holidays, guys. What's going on, man? Happy holidays, Kay, my brother, man. Happy holidays, brother. Absolutely. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to everybody. Indeed, indeed. Um, Kay, what is your what is your Christmas Eve day been like? Um, is it is it sort of rigmarole every day, you know, or uh, do you do anything special? Uh, today was recovery from Festivus. From what? From Festivus? Festivus. This is joyful news. Tell me, what did you do to celebrate Festivus? Uh, 
my uncle uh, purchased a drunk bus, and we toured the district uh, consuming copious amounts of alcohol. Are you fucking kidding me? Nah, I was a fucking blast, yo. Dude, that, that sounds like as close to Shangri-La as, as I'll ever be able to get. Yeah, so, we went we went to all the monuments. He a driver. Carrying red fucking solo cups, man. Right, is this the Kansas side of your family? Yes. Holy sheep shit. So y'all were just tearing loose on the district with a bus? Yeah, pretty much. And massive amounts of alcohol. Now, are, are, so you're recovering from that. And probably the rest of the people on the bus are as well. Now, are the rest of those people on the bus uh, going to be here tomorrow? Uh, no, nah, they're pretty widespread. That was the uh, the the family get together. Cool. That was the apex. I thought, you know, it's interesting because uh, you know, as the family dynamic sort of does become a little more um, diverse, or or you look at it a different way and just. Um, our, uh, you know, our kind of social construct has switched around, so um, you have to be at work whenever the people who pay and sign your paycheck tell you to be at work. Uh, it's a lot of, like, family, you know, um, doing, doing um, innovative and interesting things uh, to sort of keep the concept of togetherness on Christmas uh, alive while they're actually not um, together. And I think that uh, technology um, is, is a great tool to make that happen. Um, so, uh, you know, that's right on that. Um, we have Shinduo. What does a Shin do on Christmas Eve? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, it started off as a regular day at work. Actually, no, it's never a regular day at work when it's Christmas Eve because uh, every single year the owner of the company, and I'm, I'm shitting you not, the owner of the company brings in uh, a batch of spiked with the employee. Every time that we're on the clock and... And we have a hold Christmas on, party on. at around... Speak there for a second. We missed a, a crucial element of that story. At least I did. I, all I heard was my boss brings in a bag of spiked, and then it went black, and then it went blank. What does he bring in? Okay, let me let me try this again. Okay, so what what my what the owner of the company spiked batch of eggnog, which is like whiskey, rum, and yeah, um, I forgot whiskey, rum, and brandy. And uh, so, so the employees basically, uh, we all get drunk for the entire day that we're there, and we only work half a day. And you know, it's just like small batches, uh, you know, like ten gallons each and stuff like that. I'm in the paint industry, and and at the uh, about ha- half the day through, that we clock out and then we go over to the training facility, which is basically a our friends and family, and we have a huge meal with you know a whole bunch of alcohol flowing. So <laughs> what ended up happening is that I was playing beer pong and <clears throat> uh, uh, everybody else was, was getting faded and shit like that. We were exchanging gifts and, you know, saying Happy New Year and Merry Christmas to everybody. 
And uh, <laughs> I ended up falling asleep there, so I took a good nap from I, I don't know what time till about seven o'clock tonight. <laughs> and and some charcoal and some sh- shit like that. So I'm growing up some charcoal, some steaks, and uh, that's how I'm spending my New Year's Eve. But uh, uh, the point I was trying to get. Shin, Shin, we're still on Christmas Eve. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Please don't make me, don't send me into a panic. What do you mean? Well, you said New Year's Eve, but we're on Christmas Eve. I, I know, I know. I, I'm, I'm fucking faded, man. Like, like you, all right, so I, I fell asleep, I took a nap, I woke up, and I'm still drinking again. I have again. a problem with time. Like, I get I have. Uh, time. You could tell me right now it's New Year's Eve, and I would believe you. You could convince me it's New Year's Eve right now. Happy so, Valentine's Day, Anti. Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't get roses. <laughs> I didn't get chocolate. <laughs> I don't have a reservation. And, so, and that's right. Where, where are you, Annie, Annie, where are you currently standing? As far as what? Uh, m- mental Mental status. Oh, um, I'm 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 actually I'm feeling glorious. I uh, are we are we on Mars yet? Uh, <laughs> we we are uh, we're on the dark side of the moon. Okay, okay, all right, all right. And 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 we're uh, we're looking at stepping stones from there. <laughs> but it but it, it's a tradition um, that I've I've upheld proudly now. Um, in fact, I missed I missed it last year. I stared at the little white piece of paper in my hand for a long time. But sometimes you just don't feel right about it. You know what I mean, Kay? Oh, I, I know. And last Christmas Eve, I did indeed. Um, <laughs> hey, Dallas, do you have the tiny chat going? Now, Dalek, Dalek will be in and out. He has a lot of family there. Um, uh, it, it, it's not, it's, not NPC right now. I'm just on the, the blog talk chat. Oh, right. Up. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we were, uh, Dalek and I were, were thinking about throwing up the tiny chat and, uh, the, and having that simulcast um, of uh, midnight mass. I really am like absolutely fascinated, and like Hope wears enough gold just in 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 his in his robes and wardrobe and frock that that you know they probably get third world nations out of poverty. Doesn't that make any but um as sort of interesting. Uh, rep, rep, rep. Welcome to the chat room. Uh, I'm disparaging the Pope. Plug your ears. But actually, I think you're probably a Protestant, aren't you? Um, you know, the ornateness of the Catholic Church, like like this, this concept of Midnight Mass, um, does it does it strike? It doesn't strike any of you that that like that's sort of an archaic. Uh, or, I mean, it strikes all of you that's sort of an archaic, like full-on uh, institution, right? Um, okay. Well, 
Yeah, obviously. I mean, but I'm an atheist. Um, but I will say that this Pope has done more to fucking reach out and shun a lot of the more elitist aspects of the church than it's all a ruse it's all a fucking ruse and I'm, I'm sorry to say this but it's all a fucking ruse uh, the, the, the fact of the matter is that this Francis is a Jesuit and I don't know if you guys have looked into Jesuits but um, what the role of a Jesuit is to bring back reformists back to the Catholic Church uh, and that's just basically scratching the uh, the surface of the iceberg. Now, if you look into Jesuit culture and Jesuit uh, beliefs, uh, you'll find out that it's truly an evil organization. I mean, I, I, you know, Catholic organizations, in my opinion, is a Pharisee. Uh, I don't think that um, the Catholic uh, belief in religion is sound as opposed to, oh, okay, you know, I might be speaking to atheists here, I am borderline atheist, um, but the fact of the matter is that, you know, Catholicism uh, revolves around worshipping of statues and, and going about, you know, a, a different kind of book besides the Bible. But the Jesuit takes that a step further, and what the role of Jesuit is to uh, bring people back to the Catholic Church that have reformed against it, uh, you know, like Lutherans and stuff like that. So uh, if if you look into... <clears throat> If you look into uh, uh, the blood oath of the Jesuits uh, and uh, the 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 belief of of a true Jesuit, you'll find out that uh, these people are fucking evil. I mean, it's bad. It's really bad. Hey, we just we just hit Christmas Eve fucking gold shit. Okay, so the Jesuits, right? They uh, follow a linear, direct line from um, the Templars, the Rosicrucians. Um, through the esoteric uh, schools. Um, the Rosicrucians. And, and, Let's right. go over the Rosicrucians and, and, real quick. And, and, Rosicrucians are actually, were not a real group. It was an ideal. Well, it, 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 was, it was like what, anonymous, it was, you know, where it was an idea. But well, the Rosicrucians was an idea uh, of, of a belief of a system. But they weren't actually a true actual living being bodied uh, uh, group of people. No, but, but you on. make a great analogy. It was a little bit like a non but that's because it was after the Templars had been banned. And so um they couldn't they couldn't be as as defined and structured um as they were because they were under uh Inquisition. Um and so they had to had to form a more... Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry sorry to cut you off, uh, Anti-Crisis, but what was your question, Rebel? Or who else was on the line? Uh, I'm on the line. Okay, yeah, so who was the Rosicrucians? Was there your uh, question? They existed in southern Spain. Um, the Priory of Scion was a complete myth. But Rosicrucians did exist in history. Whether... You know, they considered themselves an actual group or whether it was ideology, very much like Anon's. Um, but am I wrong in saying that they were the result of of the Templars being banned and um, them having to go into, like, a, a less um, definitive structure, right? 
So no, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's actually a really good point that you bring up. Because I mean, the Templars once they they amass so much wealth and power um, that they were a threat to uh, the king that they served, and were clearly cultivating. Um, then at a time when the church controlled much of Europe. You're right. So they were a threat to feudalism, and so they had to be banned. And so they went to a more decentralized myth form, you know, kind of now in, in historical context known as the, the Rosicrucians. Um, and then the Rosicrucians sort of evolved into this intellectual sect of monks um, that, that we now kind of know as the Jesuits. Um, and I, I think Shin brings up a really interesting point about the Jesuits because one of the things, um, there's several things that Jesuits are known for, um, discipline, um, a fastidious work ethic, um, and study ethic, um, and uh, sort of a knowledge of the occult, esoteric, um, old, old, old alchemic um, sort of uh, uh, ways of, of knowing about matter and, and reality. Um, you know, now, that being said, um, Shin, I think you were sort of alluding to the fact that they're um, like a, a, a malicious group now or, um, you know, a malevolent group. Well, well, they've always been a malicious group. Excuse me, I'm talking about the Jesuits. They've always been a malicious group. Francis was a a high level Jesuit, uh, and he was uh, spoken about in the media before he was elected pontiff uh, as a Jesuit. You know, hey, we have a Jesuit, you know, from from South America that is going to be pope and 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 all that stuff. And and what the really you know what the uh, Nobody uh, shined a light on the fact that uh, what, what the Jesuit really uh, their their goal is and their agenda is is to bring people back to the Catholic Church and the going wash you know homeless people's feet and he will visit inmates in jail. Uh, he is staunch about uh, gay marriage. Uh, you know he's okay with that and. From what I understand, actually, I don't quote me on that, but um, uh, you know, a lot of liberal views, I guess you could say, just to sum it up. Uh, uh, he he wants the church to reform to uh, these kind of views to bring people back to the Catholic Church. You know, it's like it's okay. Okay, well, white. It's okay let, to. Let me ask you a question, Shin. Let's 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 consider this. This on a couple levels, and maybe you were getting into it, and if you were, then I apologize for cutting you off, but we look at it as on two different levels, right? Sort of the emerging um, cultural uh, um, conventional wisdom of, uh, you know, the, the uh, or at least in the optimistic view, the uh, rejection of uh, exclusivity um, the increase of tolerance to people who aren't like you, um, and uh, um, and then on the Pope's side, um, and, and I, 
you know, I, I wonder what you think about this specifically. Like, um, as you probably know, he he played um, a, a quite a an active role uh, in the Argentinian genocide of '53, uh, um, which was uh, a Western-led um, uh, oppression of uh, counter um, imperialism, um, the junta, you know, um, and death squads and so on. And he essentially gave um, his blessing on behalf of the Catholic Church um, for, uh, for like, the, you know, the, the fucking slaughter of people. So... How much of what he's doing right now um, is his penance, his own penance um, that he's paying, um, and not only not only from an ethical point of view, but from a very logistical point of view. How much dirt does the Western world have on him? How much dirt does our government have on him? How many fucking slaughters did he sanction? Um, that our government knows about um, that, that that provides some leverage to um, sort of endorse, uh, and I just went way tinfoil. So let me scale back. Uh, no, no, you're fine. You bring up a good point, Antichrisis. Uh, now I can't speak about uh, uh, Pope Francis himself, and, and what you're talking about uh, might. You know, possibly, obviously, was was you know proven fact in uh, in uh, in, in news stories and stuff like that. But uh, uh, what what I find uh, that would make it legitimate is the Jesuit ideal. Is uh, you know you watch uh, the right hand, but you don't know what the hell the left hand's doing, and that's basically what what the Jesuits do with the Catholic Church. I mean, they're they're devout to the ideals of the religion, but uh, the the main point of it is to bring people back to, to the Catholic Church, and it doesn't matter. It does not matter what means or, 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 or decisiveness is taken to, to bring people back. Uh, now, uh, you bring up to the point where, you know, uh, what, what does the West have uh, uh, on this guy? And, and, you know, it's kind of a mute point. Um, because the West has a whole bunch of stuff on a whole bunch of people. Uh, now, what he's doing currently, uh, in contrast to what he has done, I would say that it's all in line with the agenda, uh, which is which is uh, pretty pretty straightforward. I, I don't know if it's straightforward, but it, it seems like uh, there, there's there's something going on. Uh, in contrast to what we see, uh, you know, on the outside with the media and 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 what's 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 possible, but I think you bring up a pretty good point. Um, I don't think he's a good guy. Uh, he he might be a good guy, you know, obviously portrayed, you know, within the media and and within you know people that have ever met him. But the fact of the matter is that he is the pontiff. He is the the end all be all of the Catholic Church. You know, you don't worship God, you worship the pontiff, you know, if you're in the Catholic Church. And this guy 
seems like, you know, he's open to everything and stuff like that. But really, if you really, you know, uh, understand the Jesuit culture is that uh, with within today's media, you know, within the, the post, you know, uh, 2000 era with the Internet era, uh, this guy's doing everything right to bring people to the Catholic Church. And that's that's my thoughts on that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to okay. elaborate anything else. You're a fantastic guest. You bring up a lot of good points. And you're right. And especially, um, you know, right now where the Catholic Church is, um, where, and you know, the numbers in the Catholic Church, uh, they are, uh, they're falling, um, but they're falling, they're not well, they're, they're staying steady or increasing in third world nations where missionaries are very effective. Um, and there's uh, a lot of benefits to, um, uh, um, you know, villages and stuff joining up with an infrastructure like the Catholic Church. But um, at the same time, there is like sort of this increasing um, uh movement, atheistic movement, um, you know, like Richard Dawkins, and maybe we can talk about that in a second, because I don't, I don't, I don't like Richard Dawkins. I don't think that what Richard Dawkins, um, used to say, um, I don't have a lot of experience with Richard Dawkins, but go on. He's a, he's a militant atheist, you know, um, which is, 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 you know, if, you can't you can't have a dogmatic stance if you're an atheist. Like it, you have to have more of an anarchist stance. Like, hey, you know, like okay, whatever, man. You think uh, you know this and that? Okay, I'm good with that. That's my personal opinion. Anyway, I digress. Um, but uh, I don't know. Let's broaden let's broaden the discussion. Um, Alec is rebel on the line. All we have is uh, K Street, Jindo, uh, you, and that's pretty much it. Okay. All right. Let's switch the discussion. Um, okay. So this, uh, if, did you see, uh, we'll go to another friendly Christmas Eve talk. Did you see the video um, of uh, this kid uh, in uh, near Ferguson getting shot? Oh Jesus Christ! Are are we going there? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go there. Um, there was also there was also a um, uh, black male shot in Southeast tonight. Um, yeah, in DC. Police, yeah, police involved shooting, and I haven't seen really any details yet. You know, MPD is being very tight-lipped about it. May or may not have been weapon involved. Um, but yeah, they they shot him, and uh, from early reporting, you know, I'm talking WTOP, Channel 9, um, they didn't call an ambulance. WTOP brings such a smile to my face. Yeah, yeah that's to be, uh, um, you know, so so early, early initial reporting, and you know, albeit this was four or five hours ago, and I really haven't looked um, lately, but 
they they didn't uh, initially bring in uh, medical care from yeah. what I've heard. That seems to be a disturbing trend from um, like Tamir Rice, I guess, who is now that the, the autopsy was live for what like forty three minutes, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that, man, as a parent, could you imagine hearing that bullshit? Like, that would really fucking fuck me up, man. If I heard my kid was dying for 43 minutes and nobody helped him, that would really, really fuck me up. Um, And here's the thing about this latest thing in St. Louis. Like, how did the police not understand that this was a setup? Like, they got, this was an ambush. I mean, this was planned. Like, I don't understand how the police don't see that. You know? Like, I mean, that's as plain as the nose on my face to me. Like, these kids set this a cop up, right? Like, or somebody told them to. They shoplifted shoplifted something from a store. Um, They stood outside the store until the cop arrived and... One of them went and distracted. I'm not making a judgment about the action. All I'm doing is trying to explain the action and why when you watch the video, if you have, it doesn't make sense. It's because it was a setup. Um, it was an ambush for the for the cop. Um, you know, you, you can recognize pure terror when you see it. And if you see the way that cop launches his flashlight across the parking lot, terrified. Um, so um, my point is, if you're going to engage in this sort of activity, and I'm, I'm certainly not endorsing nor am I recommending it, um, and you're going to pull a gun on a cop, you better fire. You can't stand there for four or five seconds. It's, you get killed. And once again, I'm not endorsing nor am I recommending that behavior, but if you're wanting to engage in that sort of reckless behavior, then don't make half measures. And and that's what happened in this situation. That's my assessment of it. It was a setup. It was an ambush. Pulled the gun. He couldn't pull the trigger. Bless him but now he's dead. So the bottom line is don't fucking pull guns on cops. The second bottom line is if, if that's your only outlet, the bottom, don't have the, the bottom oh. line is don't shoot other people. What's that? For, for whatever reason. No, I'm with you. I mean, that that's all that you have to do. Well, okay, so, um, you know, with the, with these recent uh, shootings with these, you know, uh, the unarmed or armed um, minorities, is, uh, you guys heard of the 21-foot rule? Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, so 21 feet, you know, uh, if, if you're within that kind of distance, you are a threat to, to the law enforcement officer. Fire. So... You're you're cutting out Garner or some shit like that. I, I I disagree with what happened with Eric Garner, but Mike Brown and uh, this 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 person that was killed this morning, uh, I would I would kind of agree with what what, what law enforcement did with them. Uh, oh, absolutely. Let me. I mean, let me make one thing 
Well, that was that was what that officer had no choice in what happened this morning, but to kill that young man. And the fact of the matter is, he didn't even get a shot off until he was about seven inches from the ground. He had already left, like he panicked, and he actually the bullet that killed the kid he fired while he was laying on the ground. Yeah, so, I'm not I'm not arguing with that. That the the entire statement that I was trying to make was don't fucking pull a gun on another human being. Yeah, I know, and that and is that, that, is that, that poor bastard did it and got shot. We wouldn't have these issues. The thing too is that if I was a if I was a law enforcement officer and I saw an individual told them to stop doing what they're doing, uh, I would probably fire upon that individual. You know, not well, not out of prejudice, not out of racism, but if if they're I going for something, I don't want to tell you that. Open mind and swallow that. It's a little rash, Shin. You have other tools at your disposal. Like if the person doesn't say, hey, I'm going to bring out my phone to record this entire conversation, or the person says nothing, but just like immediately just, just brushes back, you know, their their clothing to reach for something in the interior, they're probably going for a weapon. And one of the like, so wild. You want to close your eyes. How the fuck she want to ask and smile? Tell I to reach for the sky. Hey, Javab, what's going on, man? What's going on, Jay? Hey, hey, guys, what's going on? I didn't even realize you got me on, man. Um, I'd just like to give a shout-out to Jesus Christ for his birthday, for his strong day. Because um, without Jesus, a lot of motherfuckers wouldn't have shit to believe in. You feel me? I agree. I agree. Think about it. Think about it. you got to be the most retarded motherfucker not to believe in something like I don't understand what's going on with atheists out there. Like, nigga, believe in something. Like, shit, man, you got to believe in a, a a dog drinking a bowl of water. A nigga, believe in something, nigga. I well, believe here's in that's an uphill battle. That's an uphill yeah. battle, Jay Bass. Here's the thing, Jay. I've, that's I've that's an uphill battle. And I believe in Jesus, but I, I literally cannot say that. Like, I just did, but I, I have to stay away from it. <laughs> I, I believe in, in, in Jesus <laughs> I believe in Christianity. Just like I believe in more than I believe in in Islam. Just like I believe in Abraham more than I believe in Judaism. Well, I believe that that um, Abraham was a badass motherfucker because that nigga was a soldier. Like I, just like well, John the Baptist, he was a soldier too in the game, and they cut that nigga head off, like put it on a golden plate. Word. But, you know, you like, know I mean, all, all these great fallen soldiers from the great the great book, man, and sometimes I got to, like, think about it. And then sometimes when I read the Quran, just for the hell of it, um, I wonder where they have, where the fuck is they fallen soldiers at? The only great goddamn nigga in the Quran is Muhammad. Like, what's going yeah. on with that shit, nigga? Like, the whole book can't be about him, nigga. Like, extend the story to my Muslim brothers out there. Extend the story, nigga. I, exactly. Like what? What or what Quran? What Quran are they reading? The Holy Quran, but no, the I know. It's really crazy. I don't even want to get into that because it's like a crazy form of Yiddish that they became. I don't know a language of its own, and 
black people, we can't understand Yiddish like um, others do. What, the Kabbalah? <laughs> the, the, um, uh, the Kabbalah, you, the Kabbalah. Uh, oh. I, I think the Kabbalah itself is, is is a form of like spiritual and astrotheology and magic. Like they are, they use the planets and like the spiritual aspect of it and like what they magic. But um, they wouldn't say that though. Now, before we interject, uh, right. welcome to <laughs> welcome. Uh, Y Rebel to Third Rail Radio. Ho, 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 oh. ho. Merry Christmas to all my niggas on the East Coast. Oh, Ooh, this that's just, this and that's what we call upstaging. We got, uh, we got JVAP, we got Rebel, we got Shinduo, we got K, we got Dalek, we got all my peoples in the house. Happy holidays, Merry Kwanzaa. Go on with your Hanukkah. And uh, all that, and uh, to all those who stay up late on Christmas Eve, Mazel Tov. This is going to be a good roundtable. Welcome, guys. Indeed, indeed. Ho, ho, ho. And, and J-Vab brings it, brings it right to the crux. Um, and, and before I go any further, J-Vab, uh, happy holidays, man. I hope you're having a nice day. What What is, what is uh, the 24th? Look like in your in your world. You carrying bags of money around like Gucci and shit, or that um that was for who J Bag? Yes. Um, are you are you shopping? Are you abstaining? Are you you know? Well, right now, right now, um, I'm back up in the city, back in the crib. No one is here. Miss Ashley should be at a mall, cook some food for my ass. But other than that, um, bags of money, same way. It's like. It's like Scrooge McDuck living by himself. It, 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 it's a fucked up thing. Like, I always tell people money and shit. Like, if you ain't really got no true goddamn friends you don't want to enjoy that shit with, you just living a lonely life with bags of money. What you going to do, buy halls all goddamn day and night? I'm tired of buying halls. Like, fuck, hey, man. James Abbey, you got to have, like, nieces and nephews, though. Like, like hey. No, I... I, I don't actually. I'm. Not, I was the only um child, you could say. Are you a prince? Oh no! I mean, I'm not, I'm a good one. Man, stop that shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jay, So Rebel, what's up, man? I picture Rebels uh, Christmas Eve, like, oh, like I, I don't want to insult him, but almost like a Clark Griswold Christmas Eve, like fairly traditional. And I'm probably so off the mark. But Reb, what what what's your what's your twenty fourth of December like? Uh, it was fun. It was uh last minute shopping, which uh most people hate. I absolutely love it. Um I love the rush of going around and, and getting a few more presents. You know, that point where you're like, I got I got enough presents, but I wanna go see what they got and I always end up picking up more stuff. Um coming home, wrapping it, um I watched a Christmas story. I've got it on Animal Planet right now. They've got a, uh, a a marathon of kittens and puppies doing Christmas stuff. Um, I'm talking with you guys on here. The Christmas tree is all lit up. All the presents are under there. My lovely Becalina stuffing uh, stocking is stuffed. Um, I love Christmas. Um, I like it more than most people online like it. Um, so most people find me annoying, which in return I find them annoying. Um, so I, I see Christmas, 
as the kind of holiday it should be, where there's friends and family and everyone's in a good mood. I'm I'm in a great mood. Uh, you know, food, good. presents, the whole nine yards. Um, and uh, I just laugh at the people that are posting about protests and everything else on my timeline. I just kind of block them out and uh, and enjoy the holiday for what it is. Right on. Yeah, it's all about joy and but giving and protest? all that shit. Can I put something in there? Protest from Christmas, man. That, that, that's really, really, like, bugged out, like, how can you do a, a op on Christmas? This is this is the time when niggas is showing their crib with their peoples and have a good time. Ain't no more op going on on Christmas, guys. Please. But but then, does it does it speak to, to, to the level of frustration? I and whether you're Christian, whether you're not, you know, even if you want to put the fucking religion aside. This has always been a celebratory day, even pre-Christianity. When you look at the pagans, when they're celebrating winter solstice and all of that, yeah. this has always Let's... been a celebratory time. And, hey. and that's what it is all about, right? The increase of light, right? The the transition from the days getting shorter. Whatever. Uh, Whatever, you know, you want to attribute it to, it's a celebratory time, and it's a time to eat family, do copious amounts of, you know, drugs and alcohol. Yeah. More modern. Uh, Mama, you're slipping on the coke. Eat me some. Goddamn. Now, now, but does does it speak to the level of frustration um, you know that 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 has been building up for years. That people are protesting on Christmas Eve. Like, I mean, I, you know, you mark you mark um, a good friend, sort of, um, you know, how they come into your consciousness on you know uh, on sort of things that you think about on an existential level. For instance, you know. Um, I, I think about when on K Street a lot when I'm contemplating um, ethical and sort of moral things. When when I'm considering sort of my attitude on Christmas, I really do take it in somebody like Rebel into consideration. Like, okay, you know, do you really have to be like this cynical? Like, my wife doesn't like me being cynical. Like, you know, it doesn't make me happy. Um, you know, um, and and. You know, so even somebody like like me can sort of reconsider and say, okay, you know what, I, I, I completely acquiesce to the notion of that there are uh, times of, of year and, like you said, Kay, whatever they're attributed to, where um, brotherhood and uh, um, uh, the communism <sighs> has to prevail. Um you know, so is this one of those times? But at the same time, that being said, like if people are still out there protesting, um, so uh, is this gonna is this gonna end? You know, real, uh, I'm not trying to wake up in the morning, flip my TV on, and see Occupy Wall Street on Christmas Day. This will be some retarded shit. Like I would literally go down the city and hit these niggas with some baked hands. Like, like, a whole a fucking big hand, nigga. Like, get over yourself. Yeah, exactly. 
let them go out there and uh, ruin their Christmas Eve by walking down the street in the pouring rain. Uh, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning just as happy as I've been going to sleep. Uh, I'm going to eat some bacon. I'm going to put on the Disney Parade. Uh, I'm going to watch the Disney Christmas Parade. Uh, and then I'm going to open presents with my lovely lady. And then we're going to eat some food and go visit some family. Because that's what I was brought up to do. And that's how I enjoy my Christmas. And uh, Now, yeah. we all know Revelin's lies. Because we all know he will not be able to fall asleep tonight with those sugar plums dancing in his head. So, that's so he I've will got, not go to sleep, but then he will wake up out of his bed and eat some bacon. I, I, Rebel, I would be calling you a faggot for, for saying Disney shit, but actually, after their acquisition of uh, Lucasfilm and Marvel, I, I really like what Disney's doing. So go on, good sir, go on. It, they, do a, they do a really good parade, and, and I will get to sleep tonight because I actually, uh, um, I'm probably going to pound some Benadryl. Um, Goddamn! That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the only way I'm going to be able to sleep tonight is if I pound Benadryl. So, um, beer, fuck it. No, no, I, no sex. I mean, you know, like Christmas Eve sex. You know, midnight sex. Making a, another baby on Christmas another, Day. I'm not. We're not making <laughs> any babies. Um, if if she tells me she's pregnant in the morning, I'm gonna run out and get her a fucking clothes hanger for Christmas, and I'm gonna show her how to use it. <laughs> Wire hanger. Wire hanger. <laughs> that's, that's the most liberal thing I've ever heard you say. Holy fuck. <laughs> I'm I'm not against I'm not against kids. I'm not pro. I'm, I'm not I'm not you. I'm not pro or anti-abortion. Trust me, folks. I don't want any kids. Um, there should not be another one of me running around. Uh, so the, I don't want kids personally. Um, if people choose to have kids or not, that's up to them, and I don't really care. Um, I don't want kids, and she doesn't want kids. And if it happens on accident, um. She's. She, I'm gonna hang her upside down and push her down the stairs, and she's gonna be more than happy to let me do it. <laughs> oh my god! That is crazy. Awesome. I'm 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 right there with Rab, man. Like, I have never been sure of anything in my whole life except for the fact that I didn't want kids from like when I was high. Uh, well. I gotta ask I, you, Angie. Um, are you an only child, or me? No, I have. Um, uh, I'm the youngest of four. Oh, good. So you know what? There's more. Uh, there's more uh, genes to pass on. Good. Good. Oh yeah, yeah. I have um, um, two nephews on uh, from my sister's side. My sister and I are real close. We uh, and those guys. Uh, we spent a lot of time together, and then uh, my two other brothers, one has no kids, and then the other one has kids who are uh, about to go to college because they're older, um, and we've been close, you know, for a while. It's just, you know, I, I just never had that, that that impetus, and I think a lot of that, that uh, um, impetus for a lot of people comes from, from um, you know, uh, sort of um, a narrative that doesn't really apply anymore um, biologically and socially. Um, and I also think, unfortunately, and, and statistics would support this, is that too many people think it's simply the next natural progression um, 
in the uh, stage of life that they're in, um, and and that's a horrible, horrible reason to have children. Um, you know. So yeah. Um, so um. But, but again, like, uh, I'm like I'm not I'm, a, I'm not anti children. I love I you know I love, but uh, thank God I don't have any right now. Lord of mercy. Yay! Fuck those little shitlands. Anyways, uh, Canadian Glenn is on the line. Oh yes, happy Boxer Day, Canadian Glenn. Good evening, gentlemen. Um, I'll sum up everything I've heard so far from my perspective in about 15 seconds. I don't care what fiction you use to promote peace and goodwill. That's the bottom line. I don't care what book you read it from. Just believe in it and try and practice it. That's it. Hell yeah. We love you for that. You're well said. Yeah, that was money right there. Seconds. Good job, Gwen. Well, you know, I'm I'm not one for organized religion. I just don't see the point of it. Um, yeah, I do. I'm I'm one of these people that likes to see evidence. I'm waiting. May um, what you, May I suggest something? Uh, sure. Spike, Spico's in the chat. Um, oh, and Spico, Spico, um, I I happen to be one of Santa's helpers, and I received a note from a one Canadian Glenn that I uh, was going to pass on to Santa, but I figured I'd handle it on my own. Uh, and uh, so let me read this uh, so Spico knows for sure. Dear Santa, this is Canadian Glenn. You know the guy with the radio show. <laughs> What I really wanted this year was a shiny new BB gun and Stephen Harper shot at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Christmas Day. I really hope I can get both of these, but if I can only get one, I'd really like him to be shot at 7 p.m. Central Time on Christmas Day. If you can make this happen, I will love you forever. Love, Canadian Glenn. P.S. Listen to the Revolution Radio Group. So, Spico, if if you hear that, um, that was the note that Glenn had sent. I'm trying to help uh, Santa out, take a little load off his back. I just wanted to share that with everybody. (laughs) I can can neither confirm nor deny existence of this note. (laughs) Speaking of, I I would be remiss if I didn't didn't share with you all that I did get like an odd... uh, there was a you know, Vermont is a tiny, tiny little state. There was a uh, a young man who I guess was making some uh, some wayward claims on the old uh, internet and was arrested at Port Authority. Um, uh, and I, he happened to work in my kitchen when he was like 16. Um, and the fact that he was uh, arrested with six grams of Pure MDMA has nothing to do with me. Nor do the <laughs> nor do the police threats he was making against uh, against police officers. Who the fuck is chopping onions? Oh no, I'm packing my cigarettes. Sorry. Oh okay. Hold <coughs> on. Um, but so, but my point being, besides just the, the rambling, joking, I was making. <laughs> Social social media is being, and Twitter specifically right now is being uh, 
since the New York uh, uh, incident when those two got shot is uh, is being scrutinized um, at, at an alarming level. So, you know, just be careful with what you say. <laughs> Fuck that. This is one reason I'm in God mode. Like, it doesn't matter how many people fucking report me or anything like that. I'm just. I'm being still a dude up. from New York, man, it, it's a tragedy what happened to them cops, man. But, um. I agree. In a way, in a way like 90% of the neighborhood is kind of happy that it, that they died. Like, I know that's messed up to say, and a lot of people don't want to hear that shit. But. 90% of the neighborhood in Brooklyn is happy these officers died. Like, these people was being taken, like, being treated like trash. These niggas was being, like, stopped and fresh and recklessly, tossed in jail for nothing. Like, they was being, like, out there in Brooklyn. They was putting that that, that, that tight grip on. And um, it's a tragedy what happened, but you got to say, man, it's real niggas do real things, and it's fucked up. But, yo, neighborhood is happy. Well, I mean, that's, wait, the, wait. Thing, that's the thing that came up at the start. When this happened, people were talking about Bedford-Stuyvesant and what a rough neighborhood it was. And, you know, there's a lot of shit that goes down there. But, gee, that suddenly disappeared. You know, nobody talks about his girlfriend that he tried to kill before he went to New York and popped the cops. Yeah. She, I she mean, he tried to kill her. Good point, Glenn. He doesn't I mean, doesn't he she count? He killed her. I mean, that's, that's why, I mean, like, you know, if if I was... You know, if I if I was Stanley Cohen and had to defend this guy in the court of law or the opposite court, prosecute him, I guess, which would mean that I wasn't Stanley Cohen. Um, you know, and I would have to say that like him shooting his girlfriend and thinking she was dead, um, like discounted any any uh, legitimacy of uh, um, direct action that he may have claimed. Um, and also, um, like that, that's, you know, that's a, and I, I mean, I agree with JVAB. I, I think that they're probably 70% of the neighborhood doesn't give a fuck those cops were killed. Um, but I think 90% of them wouldn't care if that guy hadn't killed his girlfriend and he wasn't a nutcase. There's, there's a duality here that needs to be addressed. Um, yes, the the people in the neighborhood that don't give a fuck that somebody else got murdered, you know, that needs to be addressed on a, you know, basically humanitarian issue. Um, the fact that they would cheer action like that, um, means that, that they need to be educated and and they need they need help. On the other side, yes, they're angry because they get shit on by these cops. That's the other side. We need to address, you know, police violence, um profiling, um be it by race or be it by um, you know, economic class. Um, because you can be white and poor and they'll fuck with you, you know, because they know you can hire a high-end attorney. Trust me. That's definitely where we're heading. I've I've been there with anti-crisis. We we have literally experienced this together. Um, 
So so there's a duality there. Um, you know, you want to you want to enlighten the neighborhood and and get them more upbeat. And you know, yeah, we're not gonna fucking be able to change everything, but that doesn't mean we have to keep going down this same you know paradigm of of violence and and bullshit. No, you know. Not and I don't want to speak for JVAB and and please you know Jay speak up but um I, you know I I think that there is um you know a certain level of uh, like quote unquote uh, well you know chickens come home to roost mentality where um you know even uh, you know sort of traditionally more. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, I gotta cut you guys off. Um, uh, Canadian Glenn and Spico are gonna get swatted for Christmas. Um, let me read <laughs> this tweet. Uh, Spico just tweeted to at Santa from at Canadian Glenn. Please have at Spico assassinate Stephen Harper. Harper, and in parentheses he put at PM Harper. At 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, P.S., listen to at Revolution Radio Group. Um, so I'm going to do a pool right now. I'll start it for 5 bucks and say uh, Spyco. Um, who do you think is going to be the first one to get vanned? Um, I mean, my, my, my instinct would be, to, would be to go Spyco. However, I think Spyco has pretty good deeds. Um. So. God damn it! If me, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, like. Oh, it ain't you. Yeah, I think it might be Canadian Glenn hanging out in the wind. Sugar. But I mean, because it's also all harbor, like it's all harbor oriented. God bless Spiko. He's been threatening one leader or another since I've met him, which was like three years ago. And no, never been banned. Um, so, my God, one of you guys is going to get banned. Oh, Spiko just said in the in the chat. Arrest the Fed, bro. <laughs> you can't arrest the Fed, bro. Are, are, are you telling us something, Spiko? Okay, well, why is there two Spikos in the chat? Because he's Spiko. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he's he's Tunneled in on one. God damn it, Sabu. So you know, I finally listened to. Uh, I finally listened to the Sabu. Uh, uh, what the hell is the name of that guy who interviewed? Him? Well, I, I feel I feel I feel bad that I cut um, Javab off in the middle of what he was saying. So uh, I think Javab should have the first word now that I've. Okay. I've I've uh, initiated the, the van process. I feel bad. That my Thank you. It's so short that I forgot that Rebel cut JVAB off. My bad. floor is yours. All I'm saying is federal agents can be arrested if they get shot first by their own kind. And um, now, Reb, you was in, you know what I'm saying? It's all good. It's all good, bro. Because these you these two guys are definitely making some good points, man, about about the neighborhood and um how people are going about it, and they're not lying. These these people, like the majority of them, is not educated to handle the um the situation 
being confronted by an officer. Like, 90% of them will actually argue with an officer instead of comply with him just because, just because they want to be, I don't know, the man or just because maybe they feel belittled. I have no clue. But basically, these people need to be educated in, in dealing with the, um, the police of their community. Like, if there's no understanding back and forth, like, you, you could only tell the cops but so much, man. You, the cops could only patrol but so much, help but so much. But if the people of the neighborhood is not willing to, like, cross that line and, and figure out what's going on and try to help it, like, come on. Just going to keep being fucked up. They, they need to be educated. A lot of them needs to be educated on how to deal with the situation or being confronted or having an encounter with an officer. Basically, I think that's what it, it boils down to with these people. That's a great point. I mean, right, and and that goes through the expectation of the police police officer's behavior. I mean, but at the same time, okay, then, and, and not to get off on too much tangent, then we need to redefine what the police do. Then their tagline, their mission can't be protect and serve. It's got to be something else. It's got to be something like going out and looking for trouble, right? Because that's what they do. Because when you got to fill prison beds for a private prison company, you got to go out looking for trouble because you got to go find people breaking the law. So then we got to change what they say on the side of the car and maybe change the color of the light. Well, you look at uh, NYPD. What does it say on the side of their cars? CPR, courtesy, professionalism, respect. Oh, really? Is that what it says on the side of NYPD cars now? Yeah, it, that's what's been on the side of NYPD cars. Uh, you know I'm old, man. I'm stuck in that protect and serve. Is that, like, totally antiquated? Does it say protect and serve on any police cars anymore? Uh, no, just police. NYPD did CPR because they get sued, like, to fucking times a day. Yo, there uh, are 37,000 NYPD officers. Think about yeah, it. It's the largest force the world for a metropolitan area. Yo, that's I, bigger than Burlington. That's bigger than the biggest town in the state in which I live. Yeah, there's many cops. All of these acts, all of these acts that, that you, that's happening right now, this stuff is not. This this ain't gonna help. This all all all, all this action is gonna do is have the police and have the city and have the state and have the government comes up with new legislatives and new freaking patriot acts or whatever the hell they wanna call them just to take away more rights and just violate the people. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it, if someone could like let these people know, the more you do a crazier reaction to their action, you're giving them the ammunition to change the course of what they really want. They, they want you guys to go insane and shoot someone. They, they want you to fight back and, and, and hit the officers and cause this big ruckus so they could put their little plans and their little laws into fruition, man. And, like, and when I tell my friends them that, they just look at me like, damn, they can go back on your computer. And I'm telling them, well, I'm, I'd rather go back on my computer than stand on the corner and get shot. Yeah, Absolutely. And 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 the whole point about you know these random people popping off and killing cops, you know, and and you know it will definitely spike before it ebbs. 
Um, it, it, yeah, it does. It does. It does not help anybody. Um, it just pushes them more. Situation worse. Go ahead. It just put, in my opinion, just pushes us, you know, more towards lockdown. Uh, and uh, you know, despite the fact that you know whatever your feelings for you know police are, especially if they veer towards the negative, you feel a momentary like vindication that's uh, that's that's, uh, that's misdirected emotion, um, you know, in this type of situation. Um, while at the same time understanding the frustration um, on some level, you know, um, which I think, J-Bab, you alluded to as well, you know, like uh, nothing, you know, nothing's changing. Nothing, nothing. And it's like, it's, it's like no one really pays attention because I see small towns, like small towns, and they have they have like the most craziest police equipment now. Like these guys got like mini bear cats, retired military Humvees. I'm like, wait, who the hell is your guy? It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. is something going on, or is there something gonna happen that 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 you guys got like prepare all of this like fucking hardware for? I'm like, come on, man. It's like not even living in a big city. I'm like, you're looking at a small in town local police department with. with <laughs> Military hummers, man. What the hell? Who doors you trying to kick in, bro? Like, what, what is y'all planning to do? And I don't know what's going on, bro, but something is happening. And more and more people are just putting the fuel to the fire. And no one wants to sit back and look. Like, I'm not trying to live in a freaking military state, man. Like, I'm not trying to wake up in the morning and show you my ID before I go to check my weed, man. That's that's messed up. <laughs> Uh, if I if I could just step in for a second regarding the Spyco tweet, he has <laughs> activated the Spyco bot army. Excellent. I have. It's been retweeted twenty seven times, and that happened in one fucking blip. <laughs> so I'd say the money's on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Spyco I was telling Dalek. I- and I know, I know, I know some of you were around. There was like a a, a bot um, that I, th- I, I think the early uh, iterations of Yan um, had, i.e., Jackal for Tiny Chat, um, where you you would have like you know two thousand people in the Tiny Chat room in like five minutes. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, there was there were days like that. Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny, man. Like um, the only thing I, I, uh, I've ever experienced like that is uh, when Rebel had, um, and I, I think I'm gonna have to admit this to you guys right now on Christmas Eve, when Rebel had Sue Basco on um, on Revolution Radio. I got motion sick from scrolling so fast. <laughs> like, I, I, like I literally... Like you took me back to 1995, Yahoo. That's what he did. I'm going to sit back and I've seen that. I'm like, wait, what the hell is this going on here? 
And he's spiking with screaming to me, J-Bab, 1999, Yahoo, 1998. I'm like, what the fuck? Goddamn computer nerds. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The night I had Subasco on... I had probably close to 200, maybe 250 mentions in the two hours she was on. And I'd say 175 of them were just very hateful. Um, Some of them were like, excellent, this is an excellent show, this is awesome, I can't believe you got her on, blah, blah, blah. The rest of them were like, you know, you just lost my respect, and I can't believe you didn't troll her, and, and I can't believe you didn't sabotage her and ambush her and like I got a bunch of nasty tweets and it actually worked out because it turned into one of my best shows um and to tell you the god's honest truth um it trolled everyone that was listening for me to troll her uh and it never happened and everyone got so fucking butthurt over it but I I don't understand why people don't understand it. Like she trolled herself. Like you gave her the rope, like to hang herself. And yeah, well, not that you were like obtuse to the fact that that was going to happen. I mean, you were you were polite, uh, you were well mannered, but you certainly led her down certain roads. Well, the thing is, Rebel knew everybody wanted blood. And it's not, it wasn't Russell League Radio. It wasn't Russell League Radio. It was Revolution Radio. And they were expecting Russell League Radio. But what Rebel actually did was Russell League the listeners. You know? I think that's what he's saying. It's her. Like, I don't think she's taken on a client since that show. So, like, for, like, the, the, the efficacy of the show. It, the proof is in the pudding. Um, it, you know, like I, I mean, I, who who was it who did the 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 uh, the mashup sound thing? Like, you know, a couple Wagner. I mean, it was fucking cheap. I mean, that thing is cool. You know, um, and literally, I, I do not think she has taken on the client since that show um, because she was given enough rope. Um, to absolutely crucify herself and expose herself as the absolute mini insane um self righteous um baby boomer, not to mention it brought into her a whole her whole uh crowdborn. Well hey, are we talking about the Subasco Subasco because this lady has Indian kids, like red dot Indians from India, riding on tricycles, screaming out her name. Like this lady is like out there. She can work. I, she, I think, I think she did herself in when I led her down the road of Barrett Brown, and she said that the <laughs> FBI was looking into Barrett Brown because they thought that uh, him and the Juggalos were going to take over the world. Um, <laughs> I had to mute myself because I was fucking dying. I mean, all, all if you if you were um, you know concerned enough about it to create an alert for every time she applied for an for a job and scripted into all the job search engines, and every time she applied for a job, you just send her the audio of of that interview. She would never work ever again in her entire life, and 
I know the audios aren't even sent to the bar and stuff. And like I said, so it's like the efficacy speaks for itself. So what, like the trolls, like, you know, would just want her, you know, to be on the phone for three minutes until she hung up. Yep. Uh, it's not like you can force her to be on the phone. So um, to get a woman like that to actually stay on the telephone for two hours and just, you know, repeatedly stab herself in the eye over and over again. I mean, that's the whole. It's brilliant. Like, like Robert, there were times in that interview where I was, you know, I had to mute myself. But at the same time, like the incredulity of how this could be an adult in the modern world functioning alone and supposedly sanctioned by our legal system absolutely fucking befuddled me. So, anyway, a a little throwback interview. And, again, I think the proof is in the pudding. I really don't think she's taking on another client since Well, I mean, before she came on the show, Rebel told me that he wasn't taking callers because she would not stay talking to anyone else, you know? And that made sense to me. I mean, she's fucking paranoid delusional, so that made sense. And he did He did exactly what he said he was going to do. I don't know why people were butthurt about it. They should have fucking listened then. Right. Well, and if you're gonna if you're gonna get upset about something, you have to visualize another outcome that would achieve the same goal, right? So if there was no outcome. You can't. You couldn't see an outcome um, with you know letting everybody just go at her where she would have stayed on the phone. And that's the whole point of the show, right? Is to be on air and to have content. So, yeah, but yeah, but if it was Russell League Radio. She would hang up, and then the next hour and a half would be everybody celebrating that she hung up. Yeah, that's, and that's the difference. Have, you wouldn't have this. You wouldn't have this this gorgeous audio that any rational human being and 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 get this woman put in a straitjacket, let alone not employed. Yeah, it's it's self-indicting is what it is. It's, it's, oh, my God, it's so genius. Uh, I watched uh, I, I watched uh, Downfall again, uh, or for the second time today. Um, I, I think that, I think one of the, the genius things about Downfall, and it, it it'll it'll be in like the Hacker Hall of Fame someday, because it. it, it it is absolutely inexplicable to anybody like sort of outside of the outside of the of the uh little universe um, uh which which is is the hallmark of like a cult classic um you know that it defines its niche um but fuck dude i was my cheeks are again are in in jeopardy of cramping. Um, good, good, fun stuff. Absolutely. Now, I want to let people know uh, that Basco, Basco did successfully get it, um, not so much taken down, but there's a ban on it in the United States, so you have to actually have a VPN to watch it on YouTube. Um, it is being... Um, Wait, she did? Well, she, she put in a... Um, 
she put in a uh, whatever DCMA yeah, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, I got the email and I had forty eight hours to fix it, and then uh, the next day it was taken off of there for copyright um, by the actual company that did the movie. Um, are, are lasers charged? <laughs> no, I. What I'm actually going to do is I'm going to do I'm going to do it one better because this is the way I do it and this is the way Revolution Radio does it. Is um, I'm actually working on a director's cut where I add about eight to ten more minutes of footage in uh, and caption it, and it will include lots of Subasco stuff. Um, oh. And there will be a disclaimer. <laughs> there will be a disclaimer at the beginning, and I will post it back up on YouTube. Oh, you're the best. That is genius. Now, awesome. I mean, the funniest thing is, like, she's such an attention whore that, like, I don't even remember her being in the movie, and I remember probably 12 mm-hmm. people who could sue you in front of her, and yet she's the one who's taking the action. That's incredibly revealing, if you know what I mean. That would be awesome. Uh, f- the fall of uh, the fall of anonymous redux. There you go. Oh, be good. Wicked. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it the director's cut. Um, and um, what I'm probably gonna do, um, I should call it the the fall of anonymous. Uh, the director's cut. You should have expected it. Um, <laughs> that's that's what I should name it. Uh, but no, I'm gonna add eight to nine. 10 more minutes in. Uh, I already know the footage I'm going to use. One of the segments is going to be a Subasco segment. Um, and um, there's a segment that I cut from the original film that I'm going to put back in it that's already captioned that I saved. Um, so there'll be another reason to watch it to see the extra 10 minutes. Uh, and I, I figured out the disclaimer I need to use at the beginning of the film. Um, it can probably still be taken down by the company that uh, originally did the movie. Yeah, uh, Subasco. Yeah, but Sue Basco won't be able to put a complaint in. So she'll she'll bitch to them then. That's good. She'll contact them, and that's probably what happened in this instance. (laughs) Was that Ken who just asked? (laughs) Yeah. I'm a fuck with you guys. I know who she is. I just thought I'd troll you. My ire is raised again against her. Are you fucking serious. She is so pathetic that within five... How how soon was it that she filed it against that video? That was three days after the release. Oh my oh. fucking God, man. That's I'm surprised it took that long. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you gotta figure someone... Someone probably tagged her in the link or something or else she wouldn't have known about it. Um... So someone yeah, probably right. someone probably she's, she's blew me in without realizing it, but because um, she wouldn't have known, she doesn't follow any of us. She has most of us blocked. So when we're tweeting out the link, she doesn't have enough brain power to click on it and figure out what it is. Um, so someone turned me into her. Yeah. Um, probably one of her minions, but um, that's okay because we're gonna do her one better and uh, we're gonna we're gonna add more of her to the film. And uh, re-release it as a director's cut. And if you want the uh, the original film that I made, um, I've got it on Dropbox. Uh, and you can just send me a tweet, and I'll drop you the link, and people can still get it. Right on. That's just like the interview. 
Yep. Dude, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put it up on YouTube every fucking five minutes. I cannot believe that woman. Ah, oh, now she's raised my ire against her again. That that was a good good film though. Like uh, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> School Dance was a great film. Oh, I mean, you know. Like, I understand the irony of her being like the biggest idiot in the world, where she 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 labels herself an entertainment lawyer, yet she gets entertainment zero. Well, I I'm I, I feel out of the loop because she hasn't experienced my wrath, or or my lulls. Shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go hard. Un- just unleash the whole fucking kit and caboodle right on her. Fire the lasers. But she's protected. Fuck it. I'm just saying, you guys got to in- incorporate the finest points of that woman. That woman <laughs> has people across the world riding on tricycles, screaming out her name. She's putting work out, man. She's putting the work out. I forgot that. I forgot that was J-Vab's girl. <laughs> I didn't have a little pick on the nigga. Bro, I... Jersey. Bro, I have no D's. I just get I just get lawyers to call her. And J-Bab. she never gets J- calls. J-Bab, I didn't I didn't mean to dis I didn't I didn't mean to dish your girl on Christmas, buddy. Nigga, <laughs> you know I can't enjoy my eggnog without looking at this chick. Sometimes when I'm sitting next to her, I put a brown paper bag over her head. Hey, and I take God, crayons, like crayolas, and I draw like a magical face over the bag for her. J-Vab just cease and desists uh, missing her every day. Uh, he just, um, he loves that He loves that woman. You would do anything for Subasco, wouldn't you? I even had a chick dressed up like Subasco driving me around. I know you guys <laughs> seen that photo when I tweeted that shit out. Everyone in their mama was like, is that Subasco? And I'm like, do I really want to answer that question? Probably not. Do they do they sell oversized blow up dolls with flashlight attachments? Um, it depends on what state you're in. That's probably an accurate answer. Yes. <laughs> you got you got to be in a state of desperation. That's what you got to be in a state <laughs> in. You got a legal degree. You'd be a good one. Uh, Spyco's on it, by the way. Uh, I just sent Spyco the Dropbox. I put the Dropbox in the uh, in the chat if anyone wants to grab that and download it. It does. If you go to the Dropbox, it shows a 15-minute preview of the movie. Uh, if you go to the upper right-hand corner, you can click download and, and download it. It takes a couple minutes to download it, and you'll have it. Uh, Spyco is going to sock that movie on YouTube all over the place uh, and tweet it out so everyone uh, there's going to be over 9,000 links. Uh, flying around with that movie. Um, and might I add, uh, she is a friend of uh, the InfoSec community and a lot of us, uh, but Kim Rhodes, um, who is a, I guess you call her a B, B-list celebrity. She was on The Sweet Life with uh, Zach and Cody. And uh, she's in Supernatural, and a couple, she did a couple movies here and there. Um Zach and Cody? Yeah, The Sweet Life on Nickelodeon. She was the mother. Oh, um, not a, a mother. Yeah. She um she was uh she's friends with uh Puppy on Twitter and uh Puppy s- tweeted out the the movie. Uh she watched it 
and then tweeted at me and followed me and said it was uh, one of the greatest um, satire films that she's ever seen, even though she didn't understand half of it. Um, and now she tweets with me uh, every single day. Um, she loved it, and she was nice enough to actually send out, not retweet, but send out a tweet with the link in it telling all her followers, all 70,000 of them, uh, to check the film out and to Google Anonymous if they don't know what it is. Um, and the the views on that video on YouTube went from like 220 to like 550 in two days. And hey, bro, I, I, you know I, what that means, right? No, no, wait, wait, one second, bro. You know what that means? That means your ass needs to get up on your short stories and get up on your little parrots, your little skits because um it's happening. And um when you get your foot up in there and they ask you um would you would you come in the basement and sign this contract, nigga? You better get your ass down in that basement. Follow that prayer and sign that contract. And don't forget about J Bab. <laughs> J Bab, you fucking rock, man. <laughs> exactly. Can you see that though? If if someone came to me and said, you know, I want to sign you to a contract to do funny uh, spoof caption movies, and I said, yes, yeah, you'll have to talk to my uh, agent. Uh, you can catch him at Java Booter on Twitter. And um, they called they called Jvab to talk to my agent, and he's like. Yeah, man. So, like, uh, we're gonna need at least like, like twenty grand. Uh, we're gonna need some malt liquor. We're gonna need some of that sticky icky of the ickiest. Um, and he's 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 gonna need six months to do it. That's what the conversation would be like. That's the kind of agent I would want. Yeah. Well, hang on, hang on. What's what what is anonymous? I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's an idea. Da, 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 da. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> an idea is nothing All but right. thought that can turn into a movement. These guys were there. They were skydiving, recording hacks. I like, I literally seen a video. The nigga had parachute on his back, laptop on his stomach, and he was skydiving DDoS. And, like, they're the only guys that I know could do stuff like that. Skydiving, DDoSing, is that what you just said, Javon? <laughs> That's James Bond shit, man. You heard this, man. L-L-A, Long Live Anonymous. You've seen the movie. I've seen the movie. That you movie mean they had the Lloyd attached to their helmet. So I, do you have to blow up the, uh, the the clock tower in London to be a part of Anonymous? I, I'm I'm missing the point. It helps. Um, it helps. Actually, okay. okay. Actually, there's um, there's an anonymous op that's going around that you have to kind of go through. It's kind of like an initiation. Uh, JVAB actually runs it. Uh, JVAB, you want to share that with him? Yeah, basically what it is, you have to go to the site. They ask you to um, create uh, amateur sex tape. You have to upload this amateur sex tape without the Guy Fox mask. And um, I don't know what they do. They, they review are you guys laughing? This 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 is real. This is how the guys these people are so intricate. They want to know your ins and outs. You cannot just join anonymous like the way it was before. Every anyone signing up on some bullshit email application. And we want to see. And and, what, and what's the name of it, Jvab? I believe there's a mule. There's a mule involved. Yeah. Is oh, it a jackass or a mule? No, no, no. I was going to get to this. There's a mule and 40 acres. It's like a package. When you <laughs> sign up for this shit, right? When you sign up for this, when you sign up for this, this anonymous 
facade scheme that's going on right now that the people want to dub it. Um, you you also get a mule and forty acres. Where we had <laughs> an right. op out there called Op Anon and forty acres in a mule. No one wanted to roll with it. Um, I had a few black guys on the streets drinking forties, but they wasn't trying to roll with it. No one wanted a mule and forty acres. They do not understand the value of a mule and forty acres. <laughs> it's indispensable. Well, there was a white Texan gentleman who was quite interested one night. Yes, sir, he was. But that man was not, like, fully heartedly into it because I asked him. I said, what would you do with your 40 acres in a mule? And he said, I don't know. I have no black friends. You don't deserve 40 acres in a mule. you got no black friends, bro. You have to join. It's a package deal. You're not just getting 40 acres in a mule. You're getting your own nigga. You roll with your own motherfucking nigga. This shit is goddamn. <laughs> Wait a second, Jake. That need to participate on this deal. Are you telling me that that like the the, the, the gentleman who comes with the forty acres of mule is like undercoating on a sod? It's like a throw-in. It's like an. First of all, he wanted to join anonymous. I said to the man, will you create an amateur sex tape? The man said yes. I said, does it involve a mule of 40 acres? The man said no. I said, do you have any black friends? He said no. I said, well, you cannot get that then because you have to get a nigga with your 40 acres in the mule. This should be it's, it's, it's not, not 19 percent folks. You're going to get a nigga with it. That's not wrestling at all. No, I'm not, no, I'm not, not sure. at all. Was this Glenn? Was this on my show? Yes, it was. It's, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was my show. It was towards like the last half hour of my show. It was and, one of your Wednesday shows, I think. Yeah, and some guy called in, and it wasn't some. It wasn't someone trolling. Um, our our show was on the front page of B, of BTR, and the guy clicked on it, uh, and he came in to listen. And the guy called in because we were. I can't remember what we were talking about, and. I'm not shitting you. Um, this was probably one of the greatest 30 minutes of radio that I have ever <laughs> gave Abdu. Um, he had this guy hook, line, and sinker, um, believing that he was one of the leaders of Anonymous, that he was running this op, 40, 40 acres and a mule. Uh, and he explained <laughs> it to him, and the guy bought it. Hook, line, sinker. And this guy was ready to hand over his social security number. I'm yeah. not kidding you. <laughs> I am not fucking kidding you. Oh yeah. He 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 gave out his real name and his address and his phone number in the chat or you know. And on the radio he was giving out his info but he did not own my like he, he he did not give out the SSI but for a real valid validity I should have told him come up with some crazy anon word. You need to give up that social and just like put it out there in the air to let us know you're serious. But I don't know. I kind of slipped my mind and hit him for that part. But he, I don't know what this dude was doing, but he was giving out his information. He really wanted Anonymous to get in contact with him. He was just like, someone please help me start my own op in, op in Texas somewhere. I'm like, damn. That guy, that guy walked into the wrong show. I know, right? He, he, oh, yeah. he, he, he had an idea of what we were talking about because he had heard of Anonymous. Um, and I'm not kidding you. This guy bought it. I mean, JVAB was selling it, and this guy couldn't put it in the shopping cart fucking fast enough. Yeah. Um, 
Oh yeah, <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Oh man. Well, remember, oh, re- remember oh. that that guy called because he was having a problem with some sheriff or something oh, in man. Texas, and him and his good old boys wanted some fucking help, and they wanted to talk to anonymous. Well, they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they talked to the leader. I told him that uh, JVAB was one of the leaders. Um, and he had possessed one of the largest Twitter accounts in anonymous history and all this other stuff. And this guy was just fucking all about it. He had hit the jackpot. Yeah. And little did he know, we hit the jackpot. And yet, and yet he didn't see the inherent contradiction in giving up all of your personal information on the radio show while applying to an organization with the headache anonymous. But he wanted <laughs> help. He oh, he wanted was, help. He was desperate for help. Something Did with his sheriff. Was it on the radio, or was, was it like old school style, where like he didn't even know he was on the radio? No, he, no, he knew. Um, yeah. But, but he, I don't think he had really called in the shows before, and our show... I asked him, I go, how'd you find our show? He goes, it's on He goes, it's on the front page of the Block Talk Radio. So I went to Block Talk Radio, and there's our fucking show on the front page of the radio, of the, of the site. That's the time they did that. <laughs> I know, right? Was this uh, uh, Wrestle League Radio or Revolution Radio? It Revolution. Was, yeah, it was one of the early wow. Revolution radios when we were doing Wednesday night shows. Okay. I was just wondering, just wondering. Well, I remember JVAB was laying out the story, and I was private messaging Rebel, and I said, is this going to go all the way? And he said, yeah, lol, probably. And I said, okay, here we go. And sure enough, it went all the way. <laughs> I, I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> well, when, when, JVAB, when JVAB gets into something, I let him roll with it. I'll I'll never change the subject. When he really gets into something, I'll let I'll I want to see where he wants to take it. And, and he handled the last 25 minutes of that show by himself and I had to mute myself a couple times cuz I was fucking dying. Um <laughs> but he handled that guy so well. Um it was it was like I wasn't even hosting the show. It was fucking beautiful. I mean, we're we're all good at what we do. I mean, JVAP is no exception, you know. So this this is incredibly entertaining. <laughs> I wish I was there, guys. JVAP is so good at what he does. I'm not even 100 percent convinced he's not a bot. With all due respect. God damn. Oh no. Wait. So, wait. I've interacted with JVAP for like three years now, and I know you're not a bot. Well, not a bot, bot, but I don't. I know. I try to limit. I try to limit what I do because um, I'm no one special, but I just I just try to limit what I do, especially on the internet. So um, I don't know. It's, hey, I'll probably be a part of anonymous. Also, guys, you just don't know it yet. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm joking. You know, I'm not anonymous. Um, but I just like to keep it limited, man. It's like the internet is just a playground, and people cannot just like understand that and want to turn it into like a war zone. Hey, that's dumb. I just would like to have fun, you know? Oh, well, I've heard you um, articulate, uh, you know, why you hang out and uh, sort of in this in this section of Yeah, man, yo, I ain't going to lie, man. Like, I, I really love it, man. Like, like I'm, yeah, I don't know what it is. When, when I was growing up and we all, we all was chilling on the block, 
these guys want to drink and smoke. I wouldn't mind drinking and smoking, but while you're watching football, I was reading a book. I was just more into, like, different things and to, like, find a bunch of guys that's, like, into the most craziest stuff. And you guys are actually doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you... People in the real world, as we say, the IRL, whatever it may be, um, a lot of them might not know who you are and what you guys are about. But in this world, man, I love it, man. I, I love logging on, coming into the chats, calling into the shows. It's like I can literally be myself with you guys. Like, fuck that bullshit. You know, just be yourself and enjoy life, man. That's what I try to do. But to personally get to know someone on the Internet, I haven't really did that. Maybe with one or two people, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. Just try to limit what you do, I guess. It's not like I'm scared that someone is going to use my info against me. It's just that I don't want to be caught up out there, man. Did you guys like open my eyes to some shit called swine? I'm like, nah. I'm not going to fall victim to that shit. I see some shit since I'm starting like roll with you guys. I'm like, where the internet is really dangerous, like. You gotta have some form of like protection on this shit. They gonna get you. Yeah, but you got see. Yeah, me. but you got limits, right? That's what you're saying. You've got limits, and that's no problem. Everybody's got different limits. That's all. Just respect them. That's it, and exactly. everything will be fine. Now, Jay, like, I would love, I would love to show with you guys. Like, I wanna. There's a few questions I wanna ask Rebel in real life. Like, we gotta sit back, drink some natty, crack open a thirty rack, and I got some questions because I wanna know if half of this goddamn shit really went down, or if this shit is like one crazy internet. Like, you guys are just like the craziest internet niggas, man. Talk to me. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have on. Rebel really scared me a little bit. Uh, in the last couple of days because I've seen his mug twice on Twitter in the last few days, which means he definitely is retiring. A handsome devil he is. Uh, Rebel's got a hell of a soul patch. You know, with Watson, too, by the way, and Watson is a handsome cat. Um, but, Reb, you saw... Man, I've seen the majority of you guys. majority of you guys, you definitely know you're going to be pulling the goddamn hose off the corner, taking it back to the crib. I know what it is. <laughs> but, um, I, I have I'm a problem. Have, I'll, I'll have a problem. <laughs> What's that? Uh, I just, they love the hair. They fucking love the hair. Oh, <sighs> you know that. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, man, but they definitely, they definitely love that here, boy. They will run their fingers through that shit. Make you feel like you cut and cane, nigga. You cut and cane. You ever cut cane before? You ever been in the cane field? I have cut cane field, but um, I never cut cane. But um, I did deliver chemicals to uh, sugar plants in South Florida for about eight months. And I'll tell you what, that was quite an experience. Because um, those sugar plantations are no joke. Talk to me about the chemicals that you deliver, man. I'm a I'm a expert on chemicals. I get paid to play with them for a living. Um, uh, they were a line of industrial cleaners called Miracem, uh, and they were an enzyme cleaner, um, and they were used specifically um, on parts of the machinery um, that actually process. They were the chemicals were used to remove the sugar gunk. Oh, okay. Did you um let's see here. Did you uh 
is there is there an MCIS on that or uh, was it acetic? Was it flammable? Was it God? I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, no, no. Those are good questions. It was. Um, it, it is. Um, and I think Google it. Miracam. Uh, I think oh, I know Miracam. Yeah, I think it's gotten big now. It, it was like you know, it's like a. Um, uh, it, it's basically an organic, uh, uh, or it's an enzyme that eats sugar. Okay, uh, yeah. So we delivered it in a pickup with no with no hazmat tag. Oh, with no hazmat tag. Okay, so it's probably acetic. And uh, uh, just to let you guys know on the radio, uh, uh, acid-based uh, with a pH, you know, lower than 7, uh, really picks up, uh, like, tiny molecules and dirt and dust and stuff like that. And and washes them away. Uh, you obviously have to neutralize them, you know, uh, within the surface. Okay, so you use Americam stuff like that uh, for. Oh my God! So so you you wash them out with with the product that um, Ancapdella delivers, and uh, you wash. <laughs> or did I, did I fuck up? Hang on. Oh <laughs> man. All right. So yeah, yeah. Um, so you have to wash it away with water after you use the product. Uh, and, and it's it's really effective stuff. And what I'm working on right now, like personally in my own industry, is uh, providing or or developing a, a, a product that uh, uh, is pH neutral and uh, provides the acetic kind of equivalent to the cleaner solution. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Go on. Oh, that's cool stuff. So, so like, does it have like uh, advantages to being, you know, more environmentally safe? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it, but it's tough though because you have to find the the proper amount of surfactant, you know, to provide away yeah. the product, and and you have to mix it with. Uh, so it's in a concentrated form, so you have to mix it, you know, four to one, eight to one, with water, you know, just out of the faucet. Uh, to provide the cleaning, uh, you know, available surface and stuff like that. So you just, you know, kind of mix it, mix it in, you know, into a gallon pail and and go with it. Uh, so, could I could I just confirm here? Um, you mentioned chemicals, and I did not hear you say pseudoephedrine anywhere in there. Is that correct? <laughs> Oh no 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 pseudo Okay, I'm good. Thanks. Out of my out of my out of my deal. Like, does it have deal. does it have GMOs in it? <laughs> no, no. No, I I deal mostly with uh plural component uh coatings. Are they you know, gluten H- are they gluten free? They are gluten free. Absolutely. Can I ingest these if I happen to see like Sarah the Bunny's nudes? Uh they make for great lube. Let's put it that way. Oh okay, that'll work. I don't. I don't think I'd need lube if I saw those pictures. I was thinking more of a bleach uh, solvent. Oh yeah, a bleach solvent. You can't mix bleach with solvent, and I'll go into depth about this. Okay, so if if you mix bleach into solvent, uh, you're gonna mix a. Uh, all you're gonna do is gonna have a, have a, a coagulated uh, material that's gelatin, 
and high viscosity, and you, you won't be able to use you're, it anywhere. You're you're you're, not, you're in Amer- you're in America. Use American words, not these garage clock and fucking French words you're using. Uh, this is America. Speak, uh, speak God words, damn it, rebel. Speak words like gooey. Uh, okay, gooey. Uh, uh, I believe a uh, um, a gel like. I can translate this. Right. It's like molasses. Right, right. What will happen is it's like a white molasses, like leaving a a, a shit inside of a fucking uh, chlorinated pool for a week and a half, and then trying to use that as a as a solution. So it's it's not going to work. So it's like a deadly milkshake. I got it. Right, right. It's a deadly (laughs) milkshake. Milk, milk, make. See, I got them all fucked up milk, now. Milk, milk, milk. Dalek, I want to let you know that um, ASDF11 is in the queue, and they want to come on the air. Yeah, somebody had to call back in. Oh, I think that's K. Dalek may not may have not an ally. Yeah, it's K. So we're on yeah. the air with stars right now. We got the boss, CNY Rebel. We got uh, JVAB, and we got Canadian Glenn. So if you got anything interesting to say, fucking don't waste your time. Yes, and I, I imagine uh, Dalek will be back momentarily, and uh, we'll get K on if uh, I'm not in on the uh, control board right now, or if it's right in on the uh, thing. Uh, Shin, are you a chemist? Uh, I I work. I, I okay. I'm not technically a chemist. I'm a, on on paper, but uh, I play with chemicals and pay for it. Yes. So nice. I'm, I I have a lot of expertise in, in chemical reactions. That's titillating. I like chemistry. Sorry. Oh, go for it. I enjoy. I you know chemistry is amazing. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing until you get to the algebra, and then it kind of comes down to earth. Yes, well, if you look at my Abby, I'm much more um, a trial and error chemist than um, an algebra or or uh, or calculus uh, chemist, um, which which can have its drawback, um, its you know, physical ramification, but luckily none too ma- none too many as of yet. But uh, you know, I work in plural component coatings. So uh, the, the 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 deal with my industry is that uh, I don't know, I don't know how to put it, you know, explain it, you know, simply. But uh, you know, you got your water base, you got your solvent born, you got your one hundred percent one hundred percent solids, and uh, the one hundred percent one hundred percent solids are the easiest to deal with. Uh, my specialty is water based coatings. Uh, you know, paint. how much, yeah, yeah, basically paint, garage floor coatings or industrial coatings, uh, industrial toppings, uh, it's, it's, it's a hell of a deal. And, and what I do is, uh, I develop these things and, uh, it's a really lucrative market and it's a very niche market. Uh, so, so that's, that's, I, I, I don't know how I got into this. I don't know how... Uh, my career has transformed into what has become of me, but uh, it's it's a very uh, exciting thing to be a part of, and and uh, very few people know about 
the properties involved with uh, industrial floor coatings. I would, yeah, I would imagine it's a niche market. Um, now, did your job um, sort of uh, propagate other hobbies, like, you know, uh, financially or otherwise, knowledge-based, or you know what I mean? Well, kind of. I mean, uh, for you IT people, uh, we, uh, we're we into uh, uh, static control coding. So, uh, you know, for like microchip-based uh, systems that, you know, uh, plants around the world that, that do this kind of stuff, uh, we, we make a, a, uh, uh, a conductive floor coating, a conductive floor primer with a static dissipative control coating that will zap the electricity from your body uh, once you step onto it, you know, obviously we're in the special kind of equipment that uh, most of these employers uh, involve. And, and when, when, uh, when, you know, microchip systems are, are being manufactured and stuff like that, uh, these, these coatings that, that we're into, uh, that we developed, uh, will zap the electricity from your body into the floor and it will, will ground it all. Uh, in, in order to, you know, make the electronics that you're using to today, you know, like the laptops you're on or the tablets that you're speaking on or, or phones that you're, that you're, you know, tweeting from. So, so it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. That, I mean, that's, you know, I, yeah, I'm glad I, uh, I'm glad I followed up that question because when you said sport coding, I was like picturing, you know, this sort of like, you know, this flip three floor coding I have and like, like commercial kitchen. Um, oh yeah, like a court system or or just anything like that. Yeah. Like like serious. So this would be like a a floor system that you know like a a facility um, like the one in Utah, the NSA facility would have to have. Yeah, we don't contract to the NSA as far as I know no. of. I know, but I mean like that, like a discharging floor system. Right, right. They would they would have to find a contractor or a manufacturer facility that would uh, would provide that kind of material. And as far as I know, we haven't uh, uh, provided. Well, I, as far as I know, for definite, we haven't provided any kind of electrostatic dissipative or conductive floor coating that uh, <laughs> would be uh, of of akin to that kind of size of facility that they have in Utah. So. But that is the type of floors you put in, right? So what type of facilities get that type of floor? That's cool as shit. Right. Well, we 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 uh, manually mainly deal with uh, aero, aerospace or uh, people that uh, you know contractors that will do Intel plants, uh, Intel or microchip plants, um, and to sum that up, that would be it. Yeah. I don't want to take up too much time of your show. We're in the final seconds here. Yeah, right on. Well, it's interesting. That's cool, man. Um, so, well, to everybody, if we're in the final seconds here, um, you know, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and, uh, uh, you know, what a, what a great night. Thanks for uh, thanks for showing up, everybody. Dalek, thanks for putting this on. Glenn, Revel, Shin, Kay. Love you guys all, and uh, and Merry Christmas. Not sure how much time we have left here. Ah, uh, we'll fill it up. Yeah, we'll fill it up, absolutely. But, 
Yeah, well, if Dalek's not at the 